thankful that you're forever free. Amen? How about, how about we do that again? How many of you are thankful that you are forever free? Amen? All right. Well, it's good to see you this morning. We have made it. This is the last day of our uh, beginning of the year, 21 days of prayer. And uh, we want to just tell you that we appreciate you. And we appreciate the time, the dedication, and the efforts that you guys have put in with us. You partnered with us in this 21 days of prayer. Because this 21 days of prayer is so, so, so important to our churches that we begin our year with 21 days because as churches, we do nothing without praying first. Why would we do anything without bringing God into it and giving it to God in the first place? Amen? Um, And by the way, uh, 21 days of prayer is done today, but obviously we are not done praying as a church. And uh, we are pray first churches. Before we do anything else, the very first thing we always do is pray. So 21 days of prayer is over today, but does not mean we're done praying for the year, obviously. And by the way, uh, we're going to continue our first Saturday of the month prayers, which is next Saturday. So we have prayer next Saturday morning, February the 3rd, right here at 8 o'clock, just like this morning. So please be back for that. But as Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 2, that we always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. See, as a pastoral staff, we pray for our churches. But the strength of the church is also found in the fact that we pray for one another. Uh, Paul also writes that, uh, that we must bear one another's burdens. And the first step of bearing one another's burdens is to simply pray. And we're people uh, that lift each other up, encourage each other in prayer. We encourage each other just in the way that we live and interact, but certainly in our prayers, we encourage one another. And we fight for one another. And, and sometimes people find themselves in a situation in life where, yes, they're living in faith, but, but they're in struggle. One of the best things you can do is fight for somebody that's struggling to fight for themselves. And we do that in prayer. So we will be a congregation of people that even though this 21 days is done today, we're going to continue to pray for each other. And another kind of thing that that we're hoping with 21 days of prayer is that it has helped you develop a life of prayer, a healthy rhythm of consistently spending time with God, developing relationship with him. Because a, a rhythm of life... Uh, is to build in you the things that God intends to build in you that, that stem from relationship with him. But it's a consistency of taking that time. In 21 days, one of the reasons we open the church every single day for people to come here is to help develop a rhythm of prayer in your life. So when this 21 days is over, we hope you carry on a rhythm of praying and taking time each day, and and getting in the presence of God, as Jesus has has taught us to do, shut the door, get by yourself. What God sees in secret comes to reward. So we hope that you're developing a way of life of prayer from this 21 days that continues to carry on. Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians 5 that, among other things, that we are to pray without ceasing or or pray continually. 
it doesn't necessarily mean that you're always constantly verbally praying, but it is a way of life. It's an attitude, a way of, of faith in God. It's a perspective that puts God in front of all, invites him into everything. To stay in consistent communion with him in your mind and your heart, submissive before him. So we hope that as congregation of people that we begin to learn what it means to pray continually and to pray without season. And that communion with God, a way of life, uh, maybe other ways you can state that, that you're, you're keeping the step with the Spirit. That, that God is not something you try to fit into your life, but you've given your life to Him and there's a constant communion with Him. Amen? So that's our hope in 21 days of prayer. It's not just what our prayers are accomplishing, but building a way of life in you that is a lifelong communion with God who amazingly, so wonderfully desires to be with each one of us in that intimate way. God is intensely personal, intensely personal. And for you to, to be with him in that way is to live forever free. That's the basis of it. Now, today's topic is uh, the church campuses of only believe. Botkins and, and Kenton, Dayton, and Urbana. It's our topic for our corporate time where we'll gather back together in just a few moments. We're going to be praying for our campus pastors, our leadership teams. We're going to pray for our dream team leaders, our small group leaders. Pray for our dream teams themselves. And, and, and certainly just everybody who's a part of our churches. We pray because we believe, and it's our goal, that our churches are houses of salvation. That every time we come together, there are people being brought in by our uh, family of faith that are giving their life to God. We pray with that then, that our congregations are full of people that are in the midst of long-term discipleship. Not going off to the right or the left or... or uh, Falling away from him. Long-term, lifelong discipleship. That's our goal. And in that, we, we pray that people are finding freedom in their life. Not just forgiven of their sins, but living a way where they're set free from them. Amen. It's the phrasing that we use, that we want to know God and to find freedom and discover purpose and make a difference. We pray that our churches are lights in our communities. That we're not just churches who gather together, but we take the gospel to the world. And see our communities changed by the presence that we have there. See, the, the, the goal of the church is to equip those who come here. That's the goal. That we come together in unity and worship, and we must pray for unity. We worship together and we hear the word together. And, and it ends up that this way of being that we're in this together, we're growing together, and we're helping one another. That's what the church does. See, we're, we're called together, listen, for a reason. It's not just another box on your spiritual checklist that you kind of check off every now and then. But we're, we're here for a reason. Do you realize there's things you'll never know about yourself unless you're involved in a body of believers who meets continually together? You know that? You'll end up in a room 
with a whole bunch of people. You end up in a gathering with a whole bunch of people that you never would have otherwise got together with. It teaches you about diversity. It teaches you that, well, there's a whole lot of people that are just not like you, but still in your family of faith, and we have to learn, yeah, that's my brother and sister. By the way, I think the church is one of the very first places where you're going to have to learn how to forgive somebody. See, we're taught so many things because we gather together as the body of Jesus. Where we're growing together and we're doing this together in the midst of that, then we learn how to love one another and help one another. So we gather together for a reason, but we must be proactive in praying for the church. By the way, worldwide church too, not just our own. So our campuses, our sister churches, we, we, we love one another, and we believe fully that each time that we come together, the Holy Spirit will be among us blowing like the wind. We don't know where it's coming from. We're not sure where it's going, but we know it's blowing here. And there is such a work of the Holy Spirit in the house that lives on all sorts of levels are being changed and transformed. Sometimes in these big boom moments where, where something happens, it's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. But also these little steps of growth and everything in between. That's what we believe when we come together. So corporately today, uh, as we pray again, the prayer cards are down here, and, and please take them and intercede for them and fight for them. We're going to continue to pray over them on Monday prayers as we gather the rest of this year. But also begin to focus on praying for our campus churches, which we'll do when we come back together and pray corporately. So how about we stand up on our feet, and, and, and we'll be ready to pray corporately in just a second. I believe we have another psalm before we do that. But let's consecrate our hearts to Jesus in this moment. Interrupt my plans. I know yours are better than all the ones I have. I'm slowing down to me now, everything but you. There's no rush, you're welcome to take up all the room. And I don't want to be in a hurry, I don't want time to get in the way. I just want to give you the space to move in this place. I don't want to be in a hurry. I don't want to miss what you want to say. I just want to give you the space to move in this place. I put aside distraction and Lay down all my cares. I give you my attention, God. Make me so aware that when you're near, like you are now, everything can change. There's no rush. You're welcome here to have your way. And I don't want to be in a hurry. I don't want time to get in the want to give you the space to move in this place. I don't want to be 
Thank you.
chains fall, fear bows here and now. Jesus, you change everything. Lives healed, hope is found right here and now. Jesus, you change everything. Chains fall, fear bows right here, right now. Jesus, you change everything. Lives healed, hope is found right here, right now. Jesus, you change
Well, amen. We'll enter into our, our corporate time together. And as we said before, we're going to be praying for our Only Believe campuses during this time. So during this time, I'm going to introduce uh, a subject, and uh, we'll pray over that subject together. Or, or during this last few moments, you can pray on your own track about our campus churches. Um, you can stay seated. You can stand. You can keep walking. You can do whatever you want to do. But I'm going to break this down into four areas just so you know where we're going. We're going to pray in general for our church body and the needs of our congregations. Then we're going to pray for uh, what we believe to happen when we come together as churches. Then we're going to pray for our leadership teams. And then we're going to close out by praying that our church is a light in our community. So let's open our general prayer, corporate prayer, with uh, praying about uh, the congregations, the people that gather together and their needs. So Lord, we, we bring right before you right now. The congregations of only belief spread out all in our area here in Botkins and, and Urbana, Kenton, and Dayton. And Lord, we know that there's so many needs of the people that come together. But we pray simply and first and foremost like this. We pray that your kingdom come and your will be done in their lives. We pray every member, every person that attends our churches has this day their daily bread. We pray, Lord Jesus, that uh, we walk in forgiveness. You forgive each one of us of our sins. But in turn, Lord, that we learn how to forgive others as you have forgiven us. We pray in the name of Jesus that none of us are led into temptation, but each one of us are delivered from the evil one that we overcome. And we pray this, and we know we can pray this, because yours is the kingdom, and yours is the power, and yours is the glory forever. We thank you for that. Lord, for those that are struggling with financial needs, we pray that you make a way where there seems to be no way. You open up doors, Lord. You bring favor to them, blessing, Lord, to meet their needs, and above and beyond, in Jesus' name. We pray, Lord, for those that are struggling with financial situations that, that just seem uh, that, that there's no way out. We pray for miracles there. Lord, we also pray for those that are struggling physically. Diseases and, and uh, things in their body that are not right, Lord. We come against the enemy in these areas. We know that you're the great physician. We know that you heal our bodies. The, the scriptures testify to that. We stand in faith for healing in Jesus' name. The, the working of miracles, the gift of healing to flow in their bodies in the name of Jesus. Heal them in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for those that are in, in, in relational issues, broken relationships, areas that need reconciled. Well, Lord, you are the one who is the master of reconciliation. That's what you're all about. I pray, Lord, to bring healing to relationships. You give wisdom in how to go about it. But, Lord, you make ways where there seems that the bridges were, were burnt down and, and, and there's no way they could be rebuilt, but you, Lord, can lead in that. We thank you for that. And we pray, Lord, for those that have emotional struggles. Lord, you set them free in Jesus' name. Lord, Lord, you, you, you wipe away the fog and the mist and, and you bring them out of the deep holes that they find themselves in. Lord, they find joy of the Lord, your joy, and it's their strength. 
and to live each day free from these things, Lord. Free from anxiousness and stress and, and, and worry in Jesus' name. That they live hopeful in all things. And I thank you for that. Freedom for them in the name of Jesus. We come against the plans and the schemes of the enemy that, that have been set up against the people of our churches. We bind it in the name of Jesus and we, we throw them aside. That we're not only aware of these schemes and plans, Lord, we stand up firm in the armor of God. And we resist the enemy. In Jesus' name, I thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Let's move into praying for uh, things that we see when we come together as, as churches. Lord, as we gather every Sunday and Wednesday, I pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit is moving here like the wind is blowing. The Holy Spirit, you are the one that, that is the healer. You are the one that, that fixes our problems. You are the one that gives us hope. And I pray in Jesus' name that there's such a freedom of the Holy Spirit as we gather together. There's no hindrance. There's nothing blocking it. But it's the freedom of the work of God in our houses every time we meet together. And I pray, Lord, that our houses are houses of salvation. That we are seeing people come to know you and give their lives to you, Lord Jesus, in our services. That we're known as a place where people are coming in salvation, are being baptized and entered into the community of faith where they're, they're discipled. And I pray along with that, Lord Jesus, long-term discipleship. That we are a faithful people. That we keep our hands to the plow, we keep our fingers in the dirt. Literally, we're not people that, that are tossed to and fro by, by the, the winds and the waves of life. But we're strong in you, steadfast in you, and we keep moving together in you. Long-term discipleship. And I pray in the midst of this, we're finding freedom. Lives are being set free from so many different things that bind us and hold us down and hedge us back. But there's a freedom that, that we see in celebration in our worship. There's freedom that we find the depth of, of our worship together as we come together in song and, and lift up our hands to you. Celebration in our praise and depth of our worship, Lord, because we're free. And I pray, Lord, that, that people are growing and they're learning and the roots of our lives are growing deep into the soil, strong in you, pillars of the kingdom of God. Lord, as new people are coming in, Lord, we're, we're mentoring, we're discipling, we're growing. Those that are coming in behind us, Lord. There's a cycle of strength and growing, strength and growing as, as those that are older in the church are growing the younger people in the church. Faith is being passed down from generation to generation. For our older adults and, and, and our youth and our, our children, Lord, that we are being grown in you, uh, strengthened in you, in Jesus' name. That every part of our church buildings, Lord, are filled with the Spirit. That you reside here. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name. And let's pray for our, our church leadership. Lord, for, for our campus pastors. Lord, for our leadership teams, our, our church staff. For dream team leaders and small group leaders, Lord. We pray for a double portion of wisdom. 
We pray, Lord, that we are consistently and constantly mindful that, Lord, you are the center. And everything we do is about you, Jesus, and it flows from you, Jesus. And, and there's nothing that we do that takes away from that, that everything that we do glorifies you. So I pray, Lord, that you uh, give leadership wisdom. You encourage them in their spirits, Lord. Encourage them. I pray, Lord, they have clear words and clear direction. I pray in the name of Jesus that, that each one of our leadership team, Lord, that the enemy has no foothold in their life. But we bind his plans. We come against it in the name of Jesus. Lord, freshen them. I pray, Lord, they're examples for what we need to see in our churches. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We thank you for them. We thank you for them. We honor that. In Jesus' name. Let's, let's close out today by praying our churches are a light in our communities. Amen. Lord, everywhere we have a church, Lord, in those, in those towns, those cities, on, on the streets where they are, that our churches are a light for you. Lord, Lord, that we're not content with just gathering together in our buildings, but we go forth with the gospel of Jesus Christ into the world. We're equipped to do so. And I pray in the name of Jesus, we have much, much, much impact in our communities. In salvations, Lord, and again, in discipleship and people coming into the church, Lord, to be discipled in you. And I pray, Lord, we have an outward focus to the lost that need you. That we are part of the workers that see the harvest that's plentiful and we go about the work of the kingdom. And I thank you for that, that our churches are a reflection of our hearts for the lost. Lord, we pray all these things to honor you. We pray all these things to glorify you. We pray all these things because you are God and we believe you hear our prayers and you respond. And I pray as we go forth today, we go forth in encouragement and hope and we go forth as a light for you in everything that we do. And we do that in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Well, thank you for coming with us today. Be back tomorrow for church. And one great thing you can do is between now and tomorrow morning is invite somebody to come along with you. Amen. So have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow and then get next Saturday for first Saturday month prayer.